My name is Carl Hinder and you are listening to the Salon Help Good To Go podcast. A podcast for salon and spa owners who are looking to grow. The only thing stopping you is you. Welcome to episode 15, Money Mindset. So hello to all you good to go guys. So thanks so much for supporting the podcast every week. This week I want to dive into Money Mindset And no, I'm not a mindset coach. I'm not a psychotherapist. I'm not a psychoanalyst. I'm not any of those things. What I am is a business coach, a sales strategy coach. But look, we can't get anywhere. We can't generate any money or any sales or reach our potential if we don't understand our views, our reactions, if you like, to money. Now, money mindset, that's all it is, is it's your beliefs, beliefs built up, you know, from your childhood, probably from your early days through your education and your parents and your schooling and your friends and all those sorts of things. It's it's based on your history. The good news is it's like any other habit. You can change it. And I'm going to talk to you about that today as well. Now, we had this session with my Massive Not Passive group, and we do a lot of these mini masterclasses, if you like. And I thought there's no way that we can avoid discussing this on the Good To Go uh, podcast as well. It's really, really essential that people start to understand the money mindset concept. I realize that when I'm doing something like this, I'm at risk of sounding like one of those con men, you know, or what do they say, those snake oil sellers, or one of those people that tells you that you can have another six-figure, you know, coaching career or something like that. I do realize that, but at the same time, when you're working with this stuff all the time, when you see it in yourself, and I have seen this change in myself over the last maybe, what, 15 years, 10 or 15 years, on my approach to money, understanding how I've seen money, then I think it's only right that you have the same opportunity to to look at um, your money mindset. Now, it's your beliefs, all right? And we're going to talk about polarized views in a moment. But, you know, let's give you a bit of a taster. When you start saying to yourself things like clients have no money, lots of people say that. They they go on social media and they say it all the time. Maybe they say that their own prices are too high or they, they say that their clients say the prices aren't too high. Or you don't want to retail. There's a big one. I don't want to retail. And I've got all of these reasons why I don't want to retail. Or I don't have the skills. Yeah, I haven't got the skills to do that. I can't make any more money because I don't have those skills. The prices are too high. It's too much money. People haven't got enough money. I'm in the wrong area. Or maybe things like I can't get staff. There's a big one. I can't get staff. Yeah, everyone wants to be self-employed. Everybody wants to be mobile. I can't get staff. Now, all of those things stop you from getting money, don't they? Because what it's doing, it's actually saying to yourself, I've found a reason why I don't need to persist any longer. Or I've got to settle for what I have because that's the maximum that I can achieve. One of the big ones, and recently I I launched a program, and so it came, came to the surface in a way, when people were saying, I would love to do that, but I can't invest. I don't have the money at the moment. Or I've got another priority. Or I'll have a look at it next time. I get it, guys. I'm not saying that those things aren't true or they don't feel true to you. But when you don't invest, 
in yourself I'm talking about. Now, when you don't invest in yourself, that stops money flowing towards you as well. The reality is this. If you don't believe that you can access money, that you can gather money, I use the word gather a lot. If you can't gather money through retailing, through rebooking, through selling, through whatever it is, and you've got all of those barriers, well, if you don't believe it, who will? Now, the two common areas, and we, you know, we can't get through a session like this without talking about them. I mentioned earlier about polarized views and the two ways that we generally, okay, this is kind of like a layman's uh, term, if you like, but we know that we have two ways of looking at our money mindset. And those two mindsets are normally termed the scarcity mindset or the abundance mindset. Now, they're pretty kind of self-explanatory, but have a think about them in yourself. So a, a scarcity mindset means that money is kind of managing you. Now, the money scarcity side of things, it's in all of us, by the way, and it doesn't make you a bad, you know, salon owner. It doesn't make you, you know, not smart. None, none of those things. It just means that you've learned a habit, if you like, that money, in effect, is scarce. It's too hard to come by to waste you know, you'll see that if um, you've ever been asked to invest, maybe I've asked you, maybe I've said to you, look, I got this course, it's going to change your business on something like pricing or retail or recruitment. And you've said to yourself, at least, no, I'm going to hang on to that few bob that I've got, uh, I've got put aside. I'm not prepared to invest it in case it doesn't work. I've worked too hard for the bit of money I've got. I got to do everything I can to protect it. Or maybe you've seen it with something simple in terms of a, a system in your business. What about something like retail? Now, we know that retailing can increase your sales and your profitability very, very quickly. We all know that. Yet, we stop that money coming towards us because we don't want to spend the money on buying the products in the first place. We don't want to spend the money on getting the team trained properly in the first place. There's so many things that are stopping the money coming to us. And that is the scarcity mindset, if you like. Whereas the abundance mindset sees things totally, totally different. You know, even things like investments. Now, if you've got an abundance mindset, it doesn't mean it's the opposite of scarcity. Where scarcity, you've got to hold on to every single penny and guard it and protect it. Abundance doesn't mean you throw it away and waste it. What it means is you are more likely to make a good calculated risk and it feels less scary, if you like, because you know that there's more money on its way to you. You can create as much money as you want with an abundance mindset because you know there's always a solution. You know there's always an alternative to any money problems that you have. You know that you're always going to be able to find a way because you know that money in the world is unlimited. It's a really powerful thought when you realize that there is an unlimited amount of money in the world, all you have to do is find the pathways of gathering it or maybe start with lowering the blocks. Now, someone asked me yesterday about how do I get rid of this, this negative mindset or this scarcity mindset? One of the answers was, well, maybe you can't get rid of it. What you have to do is reduce it so far that 
enough money flows towards you. And I think that's what really happens with different levels of financial success. We don't all get rid of our money mindsets. Definitely. I identify it in, my, in myself all the time, the scarcity mindset and the abundance mindset I recognize all the time. So I believe that it's it's reasonable to accept that we can't deal necessarily, certainly not in a short period, with all negative mindset. And I'm talking about money in particular today. But how do we identify it? Now, this isn't something that's original to me. You will have heard it maybe a thousand times. But you have to identify what it means to you personally. And that is usually called your money story, something like that. So your money story is basically what's in your past that's influenced you about money. Now, the big things are going to be things like your upbringing, your parents in particular, how they discuss money, how they manage money. Did they have a lot of money so money didn't matter? Did they have not much money at all and they fought over it all the time? Did they distribute money to you and your siblings equally? Did you have um, the same kind of money as your friends at school? Was there a lot of money in your local economy? Was it a skint economy? Were you told to save money, save for a rainy day? You know, um, you know, save the pennies and the pounds will follow. Money doesn't grow on trees. All of those things build up your money story. And that's, you know, that's an exercise worth doing, going back to your earliest memories and maybe coming right up to present day of how you have seen money. And once you understand why you behave like that, you can then start to kind of recognize it quickly. But as someone asked me yesterday, Carl, okay, let's do that. What if we do recognize all of these money faults? I don't think that's a fair term, actually, but what if we do recognize the scarcity mindset is damaging us. Well, that's okay. That's one thing. But what do we actually do about it? Now, the key thing that any mindset coach is going to tell you is that you can only overcome this mindset issue with the willingness to learn. That is the, the phrase. That is the, the cornerstone to that. In fact, when you think about it, in any coaching field, even in, in my area of sales development, or sales strategy, unless you have a willingness to learn, then my sales strategies won't work. The retailing strategies won't work. The pricing strategies won't work. So it's just a matter of understanding that if you have a willingness to learn, then you can overcome these things. And if you don't have a willingness to learn, you can't overcome them. That, and that's what you do. Go ahead and do your money story. Identify the reasons why you behave or feel like you do about money. And then you got to say, right, I have a willingness to learn. How do I find a way around this, if you like? I would start by like thinking back about when you couldn't do something. Let's say, you know, when you couldn't drive a car. You know, I can remember, you know, going on driving lessons or my first lesson and, and stalling the car and letting the clutch out too fast. Now, if I didn't have a willingness to learn, I wouldn't have gone on to get my driver's license. But do you have that? Do you have that willingness to actually learn? And in fact, I'll go one step further, if you like. You've got to have a willingness to learn and implement. Lots of people do lots and lots and lots of courses or read books, 
And that is an indication that they have a willingness to learn, but then don't go and implement it. So if you don't go and implement it, by the way, you know, we've got to be positive about this. We've got to realize, see, this, this must be the same mindset as abundance, if you like. We've got to realize that if you decide to give up on your willingness to learn, your ability to change hasn't disappeared. So your ability to change is here right now, this minute. And if you combine that with a willingness to learn and implement, you're going to achieve and those money blocks are going to fall and money will start coming towards you. But if your willingness isn't there, willingness to learn, that doesn't mean your ability has diminished. What you end up doing is finding a reason, finding an excuse, okay? Maybe you think it's, maybe you think it's down to fate. Look, I can't achieve this, Carl. I can't do this because everything I've tried doesn't work. It's impossible. Now, what we do know about human nature is that once we have found a reason to not do something that we are happy with, and you will have heard me talk about this hundreds of times, let's say it's something like, I don't know, you want to get fit or you want to lose a bit of weight or something like that, and putting medical issues aside, serious medical issues aside, let's say you want to lose weight. But you start to try and um, a couple of pounds come off and a couple of pounds go on. And let's say you have a look on your, um, I don't know, prescription medicines or something like that. It says side effect of this medication is weight gain. And then you say to yourself, well, that's it then. That's the reason I can't do it. Once you have secured that reason... There's no more reason, there's no more willingness, is there, to continue to look for another way. You've satisfied that that's fate. That's the way it is. I've just got to put up with that. Now, too much of that happens when it comes to money mindset. One of the big things, especially with the, the onset of social media over the last, what, 10 years or so, has been the, what I call the evidence-based scarcity, if you like, where we find some statistic, perhaps, or sometimes it's anecdotal evidence that something isn't working. Now, we see it all the time on social media where someone says, is your salon quiet today? And then, you know, maybe another 50 salons go, yep, really quiet this week, very quiet this week, This very quiet this week. What that does is it says to the scarcity mindset, well, let's give up then. If everyone else is quiet or if enough people are quiet there is no reason for me to go and look for a solution. Whereas the abundance mindset would have said, well, you know, 50 of you might be quiet, but there's a thousand um, salons in your area. That means most of them are busy. So why don't we focus on what they are doing or replicate those kinds of things? Can you see the difference here? Maybe you've been listening to the news and it says, you know, businesses are closing down or inflation is going up or unemployment rates are going up. And so you use that statistic to actually stop you from taking action. Sometimes it'll stop you totally and you won't attempt anything at all. So you have to keep thinking about why am I behaving in this way? Because lots of this evidence aren't hard facts. It's anecdotal, or you are reading it from the wrong end of the scale, if you like. Whereas if you were abundance, if you had an abundance mindset, you would say, instead of saying, 
There's a lot of competition in this town. You would say, well, there's a lot of evidence in this town that these types of services, services are in demand. Or you might say, recruiting staff is challenging. Now, we know that if you haven't got the right levels of staff in your business, your sales are at the wrong level, therefore we have a money block. Now, it becomes a money block even more so when you actually accept that you can't get staff. Whereas if you had an abundance mindset, instead of saying it's very tough and nobody can get them, you might say, well, the chances are lower, but somebody has got to get those staff. Those staff are already working somewhere else. What story do I need to give them for them to join me? And then we can open up the money blocks again. The thing is, it's just a matter of belief, really. Abundance mindset is believing that there's unlimited amounts of money and you will find a solution. Scarcity mindset is just a matter of belief that you can't get any more money or it's too difficult to come by or you're not deserving of it. You don't have the skills or the ability or, or something like that. You also believe that failure is, for some reason, inevitable. Okay, And success for you is too far away. Success is just too difficult for people like you. I'm not saying that to you, by the way. You're going to be saying this to yourself. Now, linked to all of this is essentially your fear of failure. Okay, it's central to your mindset on everything. But you have to start realizing that you are the sum, you are the total sum of all your failures in your life so far. Now, I'm trying to put a positive spin on this, but just think about anything you've done or, or someone else, if you like. Let's say you're a sports person. Let's say you're a, a, you know, a car driver, a racing driver. Well, your success today or your status today is the basis of all the things you did wrong in the past, all the crashes, all the, all the times you took the wrong turn in or went too slow or whatever it was. In terms of relationships, you have to think your status in terms of relationship right now is a sum of all your previous relationships, whether that's a, a marital relationship or whether it's um, interpersonal or whether it's a business relationship. Or let's say we're talking about skills in your business. You know, some of you will be hairdressers and therapists and technicians and cosmetologists, etc. Well, you didn't, you know, get to the stage you're at right now today by having everything perfect from minute one. You did some awful haircuts, guys, I'm afraid to tell you. You did some really slow services, okay? You weren't very attentive um, at some stages. You didn't understand everything, but you continued to keep going. And you do this in your life all the time, whether you're doing gardening or the wallpaping or anything like that. Now, failure isn't a conclusion. That's the point. You know, because you can't grasp all of the positive money stories, if you like, or you can't grasp the abundance concept, that doesn't mean you failed in any way. And it isn't the conclusion. It's just a stage you are passing through. We all pass through it. I pass through the failure development stage every day of my life. But look, if your mind is saying, you know, that it doesn't like failure and you see it as the answer or as the, the finite decision, then it's going to define you. And it's going to define you with money as well. So you've got to start thinking about this mindset. Now, I'm going to repeat this a little bit because I want you to start thinking that your money mindset 
hasn't got to be perfect. What you have to do is you have to recognize when it's creating a money block for you. Because we're talking about business essentially, but when is it creating a money block? Why is it creating a money block? Do I have an interest in learning how to overcome this? If I do, I can overcome it because I have the ability. If I don't have an interest in learning, then I'm going to be stuck with this status quo. And we both know, we all know, I should say, that the scarcity mindset is going to stop money coming towards you. The abundance mindset is going to give you a, a lot more potential in your life. It's going to give you a lot more potential in your business life. And that's all for this week. Thank you for joining me on the Salon Help Good To Go podcast. Please take a look in the show notes. Have a look at some very, very interesting links. Leave me a review and let other salon and spa owners know that I'm here every Sunday evening at 4 p.m. to kickstart their week. I'll catch you all on the next episode.